don't want it to get too heavy. I feel really overloaded. Well, we were going to have a guest on this week, but, um... Well, as you... As, uh, we haven't brought it's a up mystery the... mystery guest. Well, we haven't brought up the Dylan saga lately. But apparently, here's what happened. He flew in, he returned from the Congo, and within, I don't know, he was only here for like three hours, and then he had to fly back. We like just missed we, we couldn't make the time work, so. Uh, we'll see. We might be hearing from him later. I, I'm not coming sure. Up from air. Coming up for air. Yeah. Basically. David, you should do the, with your mic, do like on the chin thing. Okay. Is that fine? Yeah. I had a terrible morning today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do the on-the-chin thing. That's stupid. Oh, it makes uh, me feel like an idiot. Anyway, I think you can hear me fine. How are my levels? Turn me up. You're a little quiet. Turn me up. Turn up your gains so that you're clipping. Yeah, all right. Yeah. No, you don't have... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I went to get an oil change Um, this morning. Yeah. And... uh. Uh, with where I bought my car, it's a Ford car. Uh, I have like I think like ten free oil changes. Hey, you know what Ford stands for? What? Fix or repair daily. Yeah. You ever, you ever hear that one? I th- I thought it stood for fucking Optimus Prime riding dick personally, but uh. Well, no, nah, that'd be if it was foppered. Well, the Prime is included with the O. Hmm. Anyway, anyway, um, so I, I'm All getting right, noodle. What's up? It's at eight o'clock. My appointment's at eight o'clock. I get there eight o one. Classic. Um, you know me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I ask them like how long is this gonna take? They say roughly an hour. So I go sit in the waiting room. I got my book with me. Getting some coffee on. All the seats are taken. So I like steal a seat from behind this like merch kiosk area that's unmanned. I'm sorry, how long did they say it was going to take? An hour, roughly. Okay. I'm sitting there drinking my coffee, and of course, naturally, it's morning, and I'm just drinking coffee, so I have to take a shit. I go take a shit. I come back and wait two more hours. I, I It was like 8 o'clock. It was 10.32. I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. I'm going to go ask about this. So I go up and like, hey, can I get an update on my car? Like, what's going on? And they're like, looks like it's already done. Looks like, uh, yeah, you're all set. Go up to the cashier. And I go up and ask the cashier about it. And she's like, is it under Katie by chance? I'm like, yeah. Man, I called that at like 840. Oh, my God. I was so fucking mad at myself. (laughs) Wasted a whole fucking morning. Did you? I mean, you got some reading done, though? Barely. I kept getting distracted. Oh. I, like, drank so much coffee in there that I felt high. (laughs) Like, overstimulated as hell. Uh, I, I... needless to say i had a hangover this morning Mm. i got a plastered and tried to take a test um i got actually after this i gotta text my boss make sure all that went through okay um sorry last night Mm -hmm. you took a test yeah okay was it an online yeah it was a road test um (laughs) okay good yeah um hey you know some people drive better when they're uh when they're drunk yeah Larry no one wants to talk drive. about it, but it's true. Right. Um, yeah, we should decriminalize drunk driving. As Joe Biden said, you only arrest if it's a felony, and I don't consider drunk driving a felony. 
Or at least when you're doing the road test, maybe they hand you a handle of, uh, you know, beef eater gin. They're like, all right, polish this off, and um, here, let me have it. Yeah, I'll take a sip of that, too. Yeah. And uh, we're going to determine if you're a good drunk driver or a bad drunk driver. Hey, let me ask you something. Can you taste the difference between spiced and white rum? Yeah. Really? I can't. No. Maybe I just haven't had spiced rum in a long time, but I got a bottle of Bacardi White. And, uh, you know, I, I did a shot the other day, and it's like, this is tastes like spiced rum. Yeah. By the other day, I mean last night when <laughs> I was uh, getting my swerve on to take my test for my job. <laughs> I think they're quite different, especially make, like, a rum and coke. You, That's you when you can... make re- one with white rum? You can, yeah. That but, isn't... But see, it's like, yeah, we'll see here you go. You're acknowledging that there is a taste difference. No, I'm more speaking aesthetically. It doesn't seem right. That one is white and one yes. is dark. Hmm. Like, it seems like it would make the Coke look weird. No. Yeah, maybe I, don't know, I watched a, idiot, but, uh, I, I watched, like, a How It's Made for, a, like, a rum distillery a while ago. It's quite interesting. Hmm. They, um... They all dress up in pirate outfits, and they, uh, they're, like, chewing tobacco, and they all spit in, like, the the big vat. Um, so that's what Captain Morgan's is. is that's how it gets its uh, distinctive color. The, the distinctive caramel color. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to... I was hoping to be able to build, like, a sort of mini bar set here because I got also a bottle because Katie went to a party and took came home with a bottle of Grey Goose and Bacardi wow yeah she just stole them I guess I don't know what was it the grad party yeah so <laughs> like I opened the door like I, I like drove to work she confiscated it from some teens I, I think I drove to work I drove somewhere in the vibe a Pontiac 2006 Pontiac vibe yeah and uh I came home and I look in the back and there's all this alcohol in the back seat and the Grey Goose doesn't even have the cap on <laughs> <laughs> I'm like what what is this hmm well you know what if we're get if we're getting a surprise guest later maybe I'll go ahead and plug in a third mic right that way I won't well, have to like hold it next to my face maybe uh since we are waiting for someone. Well, we're maybe. not waiting. We're doing the show, and they... Well, you know, before he calls. I mean, they call. It. He or she calls. He or she or they It's call. Pennywise. Yeah. That's another thing I'd like to get into here in a second. I would like to get into my new segment, David Talks to Dan About Basketball. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you mean Talks at Dan? Yeah. This is my new segment I'm working on. So, big news, big uh, Kevin Durant has been uh it's been known that he's wanted a trade from the Brooklyn Nets for about a month now. Um a lot of offers have fallen through. He wanted to go to either Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns, that didn't work out, the Miami Heat, that's still not picking up much juice. Do you think Lil B's uh music is royalty free like like, could I play his Kevin Durant song? That's a very good question. Just as, like, a little little intro. Anyway. That's a very, very, very good question. I'm going to figure that out. Because that's a very good song. I kind of have backed off the message of the song. I don't really hate Mr. Durant. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love how triumphant it is when it starts. Just yeah. like, fuck Kevin Durant. 
You got the horns. New reports emerge, though, that the Boston Celtics are the biggest sort of contenders in acquiring Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. which on paper sounds cool, but until you know, they're not just going to give give the Celtics Durant. Brooklyn wants something back, obviously. So the Celtics have offered Jalen Brown, who is the easy number two on the Celtics team, um, number two man. My one of my fa- between the two top the two Jays, Jason, uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I prefer Jalen Brown. Um, a bench player and a maybe a draft pick or two. That is the offer Boston came with, but Brooklyn says no. That's not going to do it. You know what they want? You know what they want. They want Jalen Brown, their number two guy. They want the bench guy, mm-hmm. either Derek White or Grant Williams, someone like that. They want three draft picks, and they want Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year, who, along with Brown and Tatum, is like the core of the team. Is Marcus Smart an ironic name? Don't He's my favorite basketball player right now. Oh, so I'm not playing. Huh? Oh, so then it is an ironic name. It's not a nickname. It's a <laughs> born name. Anyway... Oh, I said ironic, not a nickname. I I think he's a very smart player. Um You know, like Marcus Stupid. Listen, Marcus back to Stupid. Marcus Dumb. Now this is a very bad deal for Boston. And I hope they realize that as great as Durant is, it's not worth gutting the fuck out of your team for an injury prone thirty four year old man. Wow, uh, 34. That's geriatric for a basketball player. Well, let me double check how old Mr. Durant is. Are all, are, wait, so it was like the whole 30 for 30 series on Hulu now? Yeah. Nice. Well, it, with if you had the ESPN Oh, okay, deal. okay. Now, Dan, how do you feel about this deal? Let me put it to you like this. Imagine, uh, let me relate it to something you like. Teen comedies. Okay. Imagine... The Breakfast Club are trying to acquire <laughs> Michael J. Fox, okay, from Teen Wolf. Yeah, but and they're they're like, we'll trade you Emilio Estevez for one Michael J. Fox, and maybe a couple gags from the movie. We'll let you have them. Mm-hmm. But they say no, that's not going to do it. We need Emilio Estevez, um, Judd Nelson. And Ali Sheedy. Hmm. And we're going to take those gags, and we might want the principal, too. Yeah. And we'll take the gun from Anthony Michael Hall's locker. Yeah, yeah, we're taking the gun subplot. And, and the, that's gun, the gun itself. all probably. being added to Teen Wolf, and you will get Michael J. Fox. And the joint that they smoke. Literally, the deal on the table is three players, three draft picks, and in return they get... A superstar, but they're just getting one guy. Mm-hmm. If he goes down with an injury, they got nothing. Well, if he's from Teen Wolf, I guess he's... You kind of get two players if you think about it, but... Well, well now I'm talking about basketball again. Okay. I'm talking about, like, a Scooby-Doo <laughs> basketball team situation. Sure. Scooby-Doo meets the Harlem Glo- But Globetrotters. no, Teen Wolf is one man. When he's the wolf, he's the same man as he is when he's Michael J. Fox. Wait, is Teen Wolf, is he a wolf the whole time? 
I've never seen Teen Wolf, to be honest. Okay. I haven't either. <laughs> Noodle, have you seen Teen Wolf? Yeah. He's thinking. So my hope is is that the Nets are only asking for the moon so they can keep Durant. Hmm. Because if boss if Brad Stevens has half a fucking brain, he's not gonna go out for this deal. Yeah, they're betting the farm on this one. He's gonna lose his shirt in this deal. <clears throat> and that wraps up David talks at Dan about basketball. Come back next week when I talk about whatever else is happening. Oh, that wasn't so bad. I was I was able to dissociate a little bit. But I, I got the finer points. And when you broke it down for me, <clears throat> that really helped me understand what you were saying. This is what I'm bringing to the table with David Talks at Dan about basketball. Yeah. Well, uh, so that segment's over. How much time did that eat up? It was like 10 minutes. That No way that was 10 minutes. It was like, I mean, we're we're almost at an hour, so. No, we're not. <laughs> Tell me really how long it took. It was, me, it was like five minutes, yeah. Okay. It's tight. Very tight. Well, I'm sorry you had a fucked up day. Um, Did you get to do anything else? Uh, I just kind of did some stuff around the house. You went to the bank. Went, I did go to the bank. Yeah. I, I can see your burlap sack with a dollar sign on it sitting in the corner. Where did I put my money? It's in the burlap sack in the corner. The one with the dollar sign on it? Oh, fuck. Or is that the fake one? You remember that episode of Ed, Ed and Eddie where they're like taking bags of garbage and slapping a dollar sign on it to make it look like it's from the bank? I don't remember that, but I can picture it. Hold on. I wonder if they ever had those, you know, like back in the olden days. You walk down to the bank, you accidentally bring your um, recycling bag, then all your money gets recycled. You accidentally bring your laundry bag, and then you put your all your money, your dollar bills through the wash. And all your big gold coins that they used to have. I was really worried I misplaced all that money that Maybe I took your out. Gold bars. Oh, did you find it? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, that would have really sucked. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm man enough to admit I'm financially hurting. On air. Yeah. Same. And uh, I find that the biggest saga in my life is acquiring a pair of Jordans. <clears throat> honestly. Yeah. That is the promised land to me is just one pair. Well, here's the thing. You need to never acquire them. They need to be your white whale so that, like, you know, you stay hungry, you know. You stay striving. And then, um, you know, when you're, like, on your deathbed, you're finally going to click Do you know how purchase. shitty I feel about my shoe collection knowing there's not a pair of Jordan 1 sitting in there in that closet? I mean, you do talk about those shoes a lot, so... I imagine um, it doesn't feel great. I'm getting to this point in my life where I want the Jordan 1s, and now I also want the Jordan 3s. There is a 10,000-pound weight on my back mm -hmm. <laughs> not having either pair. You're like the guy from the Crucible. Well, 
I don't think you want the weight. I was like, there was a guy you know in the waiting room with me this morning no. wearing a pair of Jordans, and I'm like, that's... No, he was wearing a pair of Jordans, and then one of, there was this lady there that was working at the, the service counter walked in, and she was wearing Jordans. And I'm like, this, everyone has these... Everyone's been at a point in their life where they could buy Jordans, but me. I mean, you don't want just any old pair. You, there's a specific one you're looking for. Yeah, to be honest, both pairs that they had, I would not pick. No. But the, it's not the point. It's the status... It's the power. It's the prestige. Just, what would you wear them with? Like knowing how you dress, you're like a skinny jeans no, I'm not. type of guy. That, that's not true. I, I've been branching out with pants. I mean, what pants? What pants look good with Jordans? Any, listen. The man makes the outfit. I could wear them with shorts, probably. Skinny people wear Jordans with skinny jeans all the time. That was like, that was when it all started for me. It was like 2009, 2010, you know, 2011. You'd see a guy like Jay Riotard, you know, wearing skinny jeans with maybe not Jordans, but like some big size sneakers. Some and that's when I was like, that's when it clicked. It's like, that looks sweet. Some big chonkers. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, no, in my head, it's just, it, it's like the the Osiris skate shoe skinny jeans look that was so popular back in 2009. It's different. Be just just on name name recognition alone. Okay, name is different, but size and shape of the shoe is a, roughly the same. I I disagree. I, I don't really see the the big dis, like difference. But that's also an appeal of Jordan 3s. Is they're not as chunky? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I'd have to see it in, see it in execution. I, I feel like... Uh, dunks or something just to supplement the Jordan... The lack of Jordans. You know, I get those ones that you can pump up, you know? <clears throat> yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay, maybe it's been my whole life. Because when I saw that in Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, I was like, that is the coolest... <laughs> thing I've ever seen, and those are sneakers. My cousin, who you knew, had a pair of those. The the pump up mm-hmm. shoes. I don't get the point of those. Actually, the is they. You pump them up, and it like gets more snug on your feet, right? Um. Yeah. But everyone just pumps them up so much that they blow up. I assume because I saw that movie. Yeah, man, Noodles going to town on this little toy. He does this to the couch sometimes, and it makes me very mad. Yeah. But it's even getting to the point where I see Jordan, other Jordan branded stuff. is like, well, I can't even own that until I have those fucking shoes on my feet. <laughs> hmm. Well, and, good luck. And I think it's also a thing where I feel like Katie hinted at, like she was looking at Jordans. Yeah. Because my birthday's coming up. And now it's like, uh, and she's like, are you, are you getting me Jordans for my birthday? And she's like, Let's be realistic, David. No, I'm not. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's absolutely fair. But uh, part of me thought maybe that was the thing, but that would be for our situation kind of irresponsible. Your birthday is coming up, huh? Yeah. I I mean I that was a misdirect. I know your birthday is coming up. I got you something. Oh, cool. Jordans. 
but she even found a, she was like looking at it like i was mentioned like well that's something i really she's like what's our, what's something like nice that you want and like oh jordan's immediately <laughs> and then she like 10 minutes later or five minutes later was like what do you think of these and they were kind of like a relaxed looking like jordan one i was like those are something <laughs> and i was like thinking like i could probably wear those yeah What? I'll just have to keep grinding. You, you, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, we've talked about your your Jordan saga on the show before. I think. I don't know. I think we've just talked about it. T- I've just talked to you about how much yeah. I want them. I've tried to help you. Um, the ones you want are simply very hard to attain <laughs> for a reasonable price, and I think they're making more in the fall. They're doing a sec another another drop as they yeah, say, and I was hoping community. to be able to buy those, and now you know after the events of this year, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. Whatever Jordans are recession proof. You know, betting my entire savings on the Celtics winning the uh, NBA Finals was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, everyone's into sports gambling these days, though. Yeah. That's kind of just a a given. Like, if anyone's financially in dire straits, it's like, oh, good chance it's sports betting. wonder... Never mind. I wonder who's going to get a call in the next hour. Wait, have you actually uh, bet on a sports game? Mm, no, not really. Not really in that what I, I have bet this year, but it was for, like, a dollar. It was for, like, coins. And yeah. it, what it, we were betting on, I would hardly call a sport. It was, like, Hot Wheels... Yeah, it was. Did I tell you that about it already? You did. Okay. I had, that was one of the weirdest things I'd ever heard, if I'm being honest. Aw. It was kind of fun. Noodle's licking my face. Noodle. Yeah, he likes to lick people in the mouth. That's kind of cute. Oh. Did he fuck anything up? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. But he stepped directly on my phone and used that as a launching pad. <sighs> Noodle, you, you don't have to come over here. <laughs> Man, uh, I had a pretty boring morning. At work today, I had to help a Ugandan man make copies of, uh, like, his children's passports, a birth certificate, and, like, driver or, like, IDs and stuff. You ever see a birth certificate from Uganda? No. They're really cool. They look like a big, like, a huge bumper sticker. That's pretty cool. They're they're massive. They're yeah. They're like bigger than your average, like a sheet of paper. Even I had to get an extra big sheet of paper for this thing. Um, and it was laminated too. I'm like, where's my laminated birth certificate? I'm pretty sure mine's just like crumpled up, like wear worn by the the ravages of time, ravaged by the passing of time. And uh, I don't know. Whereas Brian's is framed. My bro, yeah. Yeah, my brother's in is... In, like, uh, a mahogany frame. It's in the, the Dutch Golden Age wing of the DIA. Yeah. I got bagels on Monday yeah. at a certain bagel place, and I decided for vanity reasons not to wear a mask. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm looking good today. I'm just not going to wear one. And the guy who was helping me was just coughing all over my shit. <laughs> just dry coughing everywhere. And I have been paranoid all week, like, this man gave me COVID. Yeah. No, we haven't got COVID. Me and you. 
Um, no. It's crazy. Maybe so, it's, some people we know have gotten it twice. Yeah, maybe it's uh, maybe it's fake. Nah, it's kidding. Yeah. But seriously. Well, yeah, like Australia. Yeah. Or maybe Dylan's right, and it's a moral failing that we're just pious, <laughs> morally righteous people. When did Dylan say that? Yesterday, we were on the phone. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Um, has he had it twice? Um, no, I think he just had the once. Oh, okay. But you know, uh, I mean, he's in the clear for now. There was that one time that I can't believe he didn't get it when uh, our other friend got it. Who he's in a band with. Oh, yeah. And it's like you got it from being in the same room. Yeah, a very enclosed recording studio. I don't know. Not only is it maybe a moral failing, but... You know, just saying. Basing on how me and you have not gotten it. Perhaps an intelligence factor. You think so? Perhaps, like... The higher your IQ is, the less and the more immune to COVID you are. Well, that makes me feel good. Sometimes I feel like it means I don't go out enough. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, def- I mean, I think I do, but like, it's like maybe I'm just not living it up enough. Mm, yeah. I haven't been to a concert. Well, Joyce Manor's next weekend if you want to go. It's next Sunday. Mm. Is it sold out? How much are tickets? It's twenty bucks. Are you going? I was planning to. Yeah, if you're well, yeah. Why? Why have you dropped the ball on informing me about this? I. T- what do you? Well, I mean, no. I mean, yeah. We we talked about it months ago. <laughs> That's the thing, Dan. You gotta keep. Not this. only months ago, but we talked about it last month also. Yeah. So yeah, keep me posted, and uh, if I'm not. I feel like I've brought it up a. a I, yeah, I do want a to mentally see Joyce ill Manor. amount of times. <clears throat> I do want to see Joyce Manor. Uh, speaking of moral failings, I know we talked about the Smiths a couple weeks ago. I'm now resigned to you know I feel like a lot of people hate the Smiths and Morrissey or like performatively let's be honest performatively hate the Smiths and Morrissey or performatively hate the Smiths. Justifiably, sometimes hate Morrissey. But yeah, I mean, not everyone's uh, not everyone can a- accept and understand him for who he is. Except excellence. <laughs> anyway, I mean, like I'm joking. I'm I'm like lukewarm on Morrissey as a guy. Um, sorry, Dan. So, okay. but uh, I feel like that was a counter reaction to people finding Smith's fandom annoying, and I think at this point, to me personally. It swung the other way, and now, like, shitting on the Smiths and Morrissey is annoying. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Maybe it's just me personally and, you know, the the hate I'm hearing, and it's like, can we just hate a different artist at this point? Yeah. You know? It's like the me- same thing with, like, Radiohead. When people hate on Radiohead, it's like, can we... Like, okay, not everyone has to love... Not everyone has to suck Radiohead's dick, but... There are other awful artists out there that, you know? Yeah. It's like any British band that was, like, big in the 80s and 90s, seemingly, <laughs> is now rife for hate. Think so? I don't know. The Cure? Not New the Order? Cure. New Order, no. 
Yeah, I think, um, I don't know, man. When people get, like, really mad about just, like, an artist having existed, it's like, uh, why are you taking it personally? Yeah. Like, it, it really is more of just, like, a projection thing. Like, uh, you're not mad about, you're not actually mad about the artist. You're just, like, maybe mad at someone who likes the artist. Yeah, and that's even annoying because it's like it's not the music's fault that that person has moral failings. Yeah, or like, or is annoying. You something know? about how I don't know. I see sometimes when it's like, oh, a guy likes the Smiths. That's a red flag. It's like, is it? Why? He, yeah, because some like because like he can appreciate because he can appreciate Morrissey's golden vocals. Because there are sickos who like every artist. You know what. Yeah. Where's the hate for Taylor Swift fans, you know? Yeah, or Beyonce fans, or... Yeah. I mean, the uh, hate's out there, but... Or, um... Eminem fans. I mean, that one maybe I'll get... That... I'll grant. There, There is a red flag about anyone who says Eminem is... There's a big red flag <laughs> to me when people say Eminem's the greatest rapper of all time. It's like... Oh, so you're just a racist. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't listen to... Well, or like people who are like, I don't really listen to rap, but Eminem's amazing. It's like, oh, you just are racist? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And it's like... uh, More just... If I disagree with someone's opinion about something, I just like want to understand why they feel the way they do. I don't really care that they feel the way they do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll just be confused. Like, really? That's your favorite movie? Really? The Purge 2 is your favorite movie <laughs> of all time? Hmm. Okay. I want to understand. Who are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry, not The Purge 2. is the original. Uh, a former um, oh, I th- employer of ours. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as far as the Smiths, psychotically into the purge. That's funny. I was thinking about. I was listening to this. You know, as a fan, I was listening to the Smiths last night. I was listening to Unlovable. You yeah. know that song? No. That's the one. Where I'm he, like a Fairweather Smiths fan, to be honest. Well, that's the song where he has the line that's like. I'm a Shoplifters of the World Unite fan. Amazing song. Yeah. Um, Unlovable is a song where it has the lyrics. I'll admit these are silly, but also pretty like like now this phrase is really played out but if you think about it at the time this was a pretty original uh expression that black is what i wear on the outside is because black is how i feel on the inside yeah corny like really silly but think but just like at the time like it's like, okay, I'm not saying it's a cool line, but it's kind of silly and unique. I guess, yeah, he was goaded with the sauce in <laughs> 1984, whenever that song came out. Another line from that song, I was trying to remember this one, I had to look it up. And if I seem a little strange, well, that's because I am. Oh, he just ripped off a cheap <laughs> trick. Oh, is that a cheap trick line? Well, it's like, mommy's all right, daddy's all right, they just seem a little weird. Oh. That's all that makes me think of. Nah, I don't think that's even remotely close. Imagine yeah. if people said, like, you know, Cheap Trick, ACDC, these are, you know, I've dated men who like this band before, and it's a red flag, because 
you know, I was 22 dating a 53-year-old man, but still. <laughs> you know, I can't even listen to bo- bo- uh, Boss Gags anymore, you know. I've had too many exes that love that band. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Smith's just really a... Morrissey has a corner ooh, on the market. Ooh, for Joe like... Croce is a big... Or Jim Croce is a big uh, red flag for me. <laughs> I had this one ex. He had a boat. Went golfing every Saturday, and... <laughs> Uh, his 38-year-old son was real trouble for me. He didn't trust me. <laughs> Is that a Jim Croce fan? What? He has a boat, goes golfing. I don't know. I'm just thinking of old men, like 67-year-old man. Oh. James Taylor, maybe. Yeah. Paul Simon. Ooh, Cab Calloway's a real red flag <laughs> for me. Had too many exes that were, you know, in the retirement home that I dated that couldn't remember. They didn't even remember my name when I'd come to visit them. They they just were always talking in his voice. Mm-hmm. Every five minutes, they're like, "All right, sorry to play the song again, but Minnie the Moocher <laughs> is going on the stereo." I don't even want to talk about how many boyfriends I've had that have been uh, Rat Pack fans. <laughs> yeah. I- and, like, as far as Morrissey fans go, they have really chilled the hell out since the 90s. Yeah, you know something else? Knowing uh, Morrissey's fame in the uh, Latino and the Latinx community. Sure. Very problematic that people would say Morrissey is a red flag artist. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to say it. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna start countering with that. <laughs> People say, "Oh yeah, you're you're racist <laughs> you're for not racist. liking Morrissey." <laughs> uh, like, ooh, never date a man who likes a Smith. Oh, okay. You want to date Mexican men? You're a racist. <laughs> you know who likes? You know who loves? You know who fucking loves the Smiths essay? Mm-hmm. Mexican dudes. Yeah. So you're a fucking racist. Yeah. Good luck ever dating any uh, any Latino man with a pompadour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, I, don't, I mean, like, more just consider that Morrissey went from in the 90s, every single show ending with him being swarmed by fans and having his shirt ripped off. Yeah. To now, that's cool. Now, yeah. he's lucky if even one fan with like Morrissey written on their forehead jumps up on stage. I think it's uh, that's a cool way to end a show. Yeah. Oh, it seems rather, str- I think it was rather stressful for him. I've gone on eBay, and not because I was looking, but I have seen people reselling clothes that they took from Morrissey on stage. Yeah, who wants that? He's sweated, or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Now, The Importance of Being Morrissey is an annoying documentary. But uh, it's so funny. Come, I, it is I funny, just, but it is annoying because it's like, is this? Well, I don't know. I don't know much about him. Is he being sincere in that, or is that all ironic? Is that all comical? Like, I'll admit to a certain degree, like he's a bitchy guy, but I, he's just so fucking funny. Ooh, when he says, woman. <laughs> "When he stops, yeah, when he stops his barber partway through the haircut and just goes." Don't meddle with a masterpiece. That is very funny. <laughs> it's like he has to cut his own hair. Well, I, I don't that. even think that's the funny part. It's like when it gets to a certain point and he like puts his hands up, like I'll take it from here. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. he won't let him do the finishing touches. I mean, he's. I got, wonder who's more. Um, he's got an extremely who, famous haircut. Who so. was more prissy about their hair, him or Tony, the late great Tony Sirico? Ah, uh, mm. 
It's a good question. Pour out a. I'm gonna drink a bottle of Ciroc for you, Tony Sirica. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I'm, only, I'm not even. Yeah, out of respect, I'm not gonna pour anything out. Pouring that mm-hmm. whole thing pour down out my a gullet. Of hairspray for you, buddy. <laughs> um. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Morrissey's autobiography is just... It's one of the funniest books I've ever read in my life. I thought he had multiple. Uh, I mean, he has his autobiography. That's the only one I'm aware of. I'm sure there are other books about Morrissey. Hmm. You know, Mazapedia. I have that on my bookshelf. This has been a good episode. This has been a good section of rock news. Yeah, what's... uh, No real... I mean, yeah... What else we got to talk about, rock news-wise? I mean, we didn't even officially start rock news, but we did kind of, you know, worm our way yeah, into Yeah, you that. know something? There is some rock news coming up. I was talking about this yesterday. Something I got to get off my chest. Bruce Springsteen. What's he, What's his reputation, largely? Like, when people think Bruce Springsteen's songs, what the, what the spirit of the, that music is. Uh, probably someone who wouldn't charge like seven hundred dollars for tickets on uh, eggs. You know exactly. Yeah. What I'm lo- looking to talk to you. Front row, six thousand dollars. <laughs> That's right. I forgot it was thousands. Not he is. I. You know. I love his music. You know, but Bruce forgot where he came from. He forgot the old neighborhood. Forgot New Jersey. Forgot New Jersey. Yeah. He is fucking up. The big man is rolling over in his grave right now. If he heard those ticket prices, or maybe he's like. Damn, can I get some of that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Like, I, 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 I don't know. You know, I was riding for him when uh, he got his drunk driving charge last year. Uh, but I don't know. This is changing my perspective on the boss. And you know, we do have a phone call coming up. So, Maybe. I well, I, yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> when he, if he calls in, I'm gonna have to get his opinion on this. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out if there. I don't think I noted any stories this week to talk about. But this is the story. I'm still on about this. Like, how are you gonna do that? Um. Billy Corgan performs new song inspired by. I kind of Hi- want to watch Futurama. Highland Park shooting. I would have done it myself <laughs> if I could. Today is the greatest. <laughs> uh, I'll blow your head <laughs> off. Uh, um. It Here's ju- another saga like the Jordan saga. Are we ever going to see the Flaming Lips in concert, Dan? Do we want to at this point? Like, if they did an anniversary tour for an album, maybe. Yeah. Because I'm not signed on to hear, like, any... Like, I heard their last album was really good, but I don't want to hear, like, I a think- lot of their work from the last decade. Like, think- Embryonic is cool. The Terror is pretty cool. But, yeah. like... Past that, I don't really know. I don't. It's like a, it's like a complete blackout to me. They do. Mm. It's a haze. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think like I've looked at their set list and they do play like 
they play pretty much everything you'd want to hear, you know? Do they play anything off Cloud Taste Metallic? I don't know. Because that's... I mean, like, I was really disappointed to see that they never did, like, a, a anniversary tour. But at this point, I get, like, if they don't have Ronald Jones, it's kind of impossible to recreate that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the clown from McDonald's? No, Ronald Jones... Don't disrespect Ronald Jones. Oh, sorry. He was an amazing guitar player. He he played on um you don't know who Ronald Jones is? Yeah, he was like their yeah. You better. The guitarist anyway. who played on that. Yeah. Elton. Who that died? That one. He didn't die. Oh, I thought he died. No, he just left the band. Oh. I think they said that I I I caught some of like the documentary footage where they think that he might be schizophrenic. Yeah. I think um, I heard something about that. Yeah. Because he was like, and he was like paranoid about Stephen Draw's heroin problem. Um, I hope he's doing well though, wherever he is. A real genius. He's a genius. Hey, if he ever wants to come on the show, if you're mm. out there, Ronald Jones. Yeah, if you email heavyloadpodcast at gmail dot com. Is there an email for? We have an email. Yeah, I don't. I, I should suggest. <laughs> I like. I, I love getting emails, but I never get any good ones. No one's ever emailed the account that wasn't like a robot, so. Cool. It'd be cool if someone did. I gotta hang up that drawing over there. Maybe some uh, some mailbag stuff. We can answer some viewer questions. Where should I listener put listener questions? That drawing. In this apartment. Your David's referring to um, a drawing he has kind of propped up against the corner of the wall, uh, by the artist is oh what's his name. Tom of Finland. Yeah, I have a Tom of Finland, an original Tom of Finland. Um, Quite valuable. Uh, I, I, when he was talking about his like Jordan situation, it's because he blew tens of thousands of dollars on a Tom of Finland drawing. Yeah, and I, I bet also. Actually, it's not even technically mine. Like when I bet all that that money in the Celtics game, it was in the form of a Tom of Finland picture. Oh, okay, that was the collateral. <laughs> yeah, that was the collateral. Hmm. Um, so I got to give that to, you know, my bookie soon. Um, you know, Dan, I've been thinking a lot lately about when I went down to Chicago to see Ween. Okay. And, uh, what a weekend we could have had, you know, <laughs> what do you mean? Cause you were originally in those plans to go see Ween in Chicago. Mm. The original plan kind of was you're going to go see Ween in Chicago and come back to Mich- Detroit just in time to go see the Flaming Lips the next day. Was it? Yes. Oh, I don't remember that. Maybe it was in just in my head. <laughs> but we talked about it at one point, and that would have been the fucking awesome, <laughs> awesome, <laughs> some yeah. badass shit right there. That would have been sick. Yeah. Back to back. Two of our favorite psychedelic rock bands. Yeah. Flaming Lips maybe missed my favorite band. Yeah, I think so. I think my I've rounded out my like, top five at least favorite rock bands are like uh, the Replacements, uh, the Flaming Lips, Replacements, the Strokes, Black Sabbath, and the Dead Kennedys. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, just in terms of rock music, I don't really know like overall music, but I. It's kind of hard to like rank considering all genres you listen to sure because prince I, I also love a lot but anyway david long time prince fan yeah 
liked Prince like Prince he, before he was okay, dead. Yeah, I liked him. I liked him when I was in eighth grade. It was a growing love over the years. Mm-hmm. At first, it was just like you know, when doves cry is a good song. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it took me much like, longer to come around to Prince. And then it was like you know, I want to be your lover is a good song. That's like ninth grade. Then it's like by senior year, it's like you know, Purple Rain and the Batman soundtrack rock. Yeah. <laughs> And then it just built, built and built in early college years. Not that I went to, not that I finished college, but um. <laughs> David took the uh, Batman, the Prince fan pipeline. Yeah. I assume this is the first time you heard Prince was on Bat. It was in Batman. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty big in '89, so like that would be like if. Mm. The new Batman came out that just came out this year was uh had a bunch of original songs written by BTS. BTS. <laughs> yeah. Are they good? Um I've never I mean they're them. as good as any other like pop band I, I i don't know i don't think they're i don't think they suck or anything because like I, I don't know there's a period where i'd go to record stores of friends and we'd just be like in awe of the fact that people are like putting out these big hunkin box sets for like get all of bts's music <laughs> and it's these like shiny objects with them on it it's like this is the grossest product like yeah i've seen those this is so like there it's more I, it's like because like yeah, I think they're core demographic. They're not even CD generation people. Yeah, that's not really about the music in that case. It's more like to have a collector's like item. I think it's kind of the idea. It is, it, but there's just something so like there's nothing evil about it. Really, I don't know. What something I'm like to... grossly. Um, it's gross. Capitalistic. Yeah, it's it grossly capitalistic. Exactly. As with all records now, God, LPs are. So, I mean, I know you don't collect records, but no. it's so fucked up. I don't get that. I th- that's another thing is like there's so many you'll see people buy records. It's like why did you buy this? This is a digitally recorded album printed on this one. Uh-oh. I mean, this is a trite point, but <laughs> I was just thinking of that recently. There's like so many albums. It's like people are like, oh, I gotta get this. And it's like why? Why get any album? Like, like what's the cutoff year you think for like an album sounding good on vinyl? I mean, new albums can sound good on. It's more just like is there a an analog like. You can record digitally, but fair. But if like, it's, if it's mastered to like an analog tape, then it benefits from being pressed in an LP. But if it's recorded digitally, mastered digitally, you know, it's just slapped on a record. It's just another way to listen to the album. That's a little bit more elaborate, and you got to get up at one point to turn it. Actually, like twice because yeah, it seems like every album. Oh, is this oh, him? Got no caller ID on this one. Hello. Oh, hey, how's it going there? <laughs> Good. Who who do we got here? I I don't see a caller ID on here. Oh, hi, hi. This is Dean from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we got you. Let me just get yeah, get, get your levels good. This is Dean Dickerson from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Dickerson, Dickerson. Dicker. D is in D is in doggy style. Okay. 
Hey, so uh, do you guys have that um, that voice changing thing that can make me anonymous? I don't want anybody to know that this is Dean Dickerson from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Oh, we got you, uh, Mr. X, Mr. Mr. D. Oh, per- oh perfect. So, uh, hey, first time, lo- I've always wanted to say this, first time, long time. You yeah. Know? Um, and uh, so I was just calling, I, I was uh, wondering if I could get some advice. Would that be okay? We, uh, well, this is new for us, but yeah, we, we could give that, give that a whirl. What do you think, dude? Oh, sure. no, you guys, I, I listen to the show all the time. I hear you guys giving all your great advice all the time, and I, I figured I've been having this problem, and I'd come to you guys about it. Okay. So, um, so uh, you know, I've been, uh, first time, long time, you know. Uh, sure. Uh, first time, uh, the first time I ever had a, a homosexual thought I was 13 years old and I've been having them for a really long time ever since then uh, I was wondering if you guys had ever experienced anything of the sort mm, no David says no um, I'm going to level with you Diener yes I know exactly what you're talking about oh thank goodness I'm not alone I all I can Whenever I shut my eyes, all I see are are huge, enormous penises, just penises and cum shots. Whenever I every it's every time I blink for the last forty seven years. Yeah. Well, Dean, have you ever uh, looked up Tom of Finland? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Oh, there's a terrific um, artist named Tom of Finland. Dean, you'd love him. If you want to feel Tom. like a real straight... Uh, Baller. Yeah. I'm trying to fix it because, you know, it's, it's, the, it's truly a sin. And so I'm trying to... I've been praying about it, and I, I think God is pointing me to this Tom of Finland character, so I'll, I'll have to check out his work. Okay, yeah. yeah. Ask him if he's ever gone cruising. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, I'll I'll pray to God and ask him if God has ever gone cruising. <laughs> well, well, th- well. Thank you for the advice, fellas. I hope you have a good rest of your show. Can and, I give you another uh, piece of advice, uh, Mister Mister X? Yeah, yeah. What do you got for me? All right. So, if you're ever in like a public restroom or some sort of like enclosed stall, perhaps you're in a phone booth right now. I assume yeah, you're in a yeah. phone booth. Yeah, we assume you're in a phone booth. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you if there's, like, a hole in the wall that, you know, let's say you could fit maybe two or three fingers through, just go ahead and pop your Johnson in there, and uh, whatever happens, happens. But just know that it's a very normal thing to do if you're experiencing the thoughts that you're having. And if that works... Oh, okay, so it's, uh, so it's some sort of... Uh, some sort of... Uh, it's like confession. A public, it's a public service that takes the, the the queerness out of your penis yeah it's like confession yeah oh oh i've done that at confession before too that's actually when <laughs> i the first time i started having these thoughts when i was 13 years old oh sorry i didn't mean to laugh uh, i'm sorry <laughs> but uh yeah oh. no it's... oh well well thank you guys so much for all the advice i really appreciate it god bless amen Hallelujah. You're welcome, buddy. Hope to hear from Let's you again go. soon. Let's go, Packers. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
All right. Well, that guy was pretty cool. I don't know what that was all about. Who is this calling you now? Oh, it's... Oh, hold on. Excuse me? Hello? Amy, uh, calling, calling from Newark, New Jersey. Oh, cool. We can just do the call-in session. Cool. Yeah. Pretty weird that, um, we just got someone calling in from Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was, li you know, I was listening on, on the old, on the old radio and, uh, <laughs> I, I, okay. I, I, I heard what that last caller was, uh, calling in about and I just, uh, figured I'd throw my two cents in. Okay. Wait, what's your name, sir? It's Tony Penis Pussolini. Oh, okay. okay. Penis Pussolini. All right. I That's feel like I remember Pus you. That's Penis Pussolini with three P's. Okay. Mr. Three P's. All one right. Is, one is silent. Okay. All three of them are silent. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd, I'd love so to see I, how your driver's license, but okay, anyway. So anyways, you know, uh, I'm uh, first time, long time, you know, um, First time I hear about any son of mine having queer thoughts, I'm going to break his knees and he's going to be in pain for a real long time. You know, that's what I mean when I say first time, long time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand that. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, the different understandings of this, the regional usage of the same phrase, I guess. Okay. You know, you know over in New Jersey, uh, the first time you go to confession, you, you get, uh, you know, we're all Catholic out here. We don't like those, uh, those upstate, uh, Protestants. No, yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you, to be totally honest. Yeah, I understand. With our women. Yeah. Raping our churches and burning our women. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're real monsters. They're always doing you shit know, like that. You know, all those Protestants. We is coming into mm. our town, filling our, our children's heads with all these ideas about love. You know, the, the first time, the, the first time I ever, I ever heard one of my friends having a gay, a goddamn gay thought. Mm -hmm. Me and all the boys out of his head. got together and we sodomized them for a real long time. And he <laughs> said, you know, you know, how does that feel? It's not so gay now, is it? It's not being gay? Uh, I don't follow this, <laughs> but uh, I mean, how did you feel about doing that, Mr. Uh, Papinas Pussoliano? Uh, that, that's Papinas Pussolini to you, Mr. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, sir, this guy's a real jag-off. Holy shit, you, you fellas wouldn't believe this. I'm driving down the I-85 right now in this fucking trap. Holy shit, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, I gotta let you guys go. But, uh, you know, I don't want to hear any more of that goddamn gay shit on my favorite talk radio show. All right, well, we'll keep it to a minimum for you. Yeah. Or at, not at all, actually, as you said. All right, now talk more about more gay shit. <laughs> well, I think hey, that I was... I really wanted to ask that guy what he thought about the $6,000 uh, Bruce Springsteen tickets. Yeah. I had some more questions for uh, Pussolini, but... You know, I um, I appreciate a fan who knows when to end the call. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, I hope he's okay. That sounded pretty dangerous. You ever listen to Sports Talk Radio? It's like, oh, yeah, first time, long time. Yeah, and they do the, uh, the popping sound. And they, they'll like... Oh, it's like a woman moaning. Oh, I gotta, we gotta get another call. Number three here. Hey. Lucky, hello. You're on the air? Oh, really? I'm on the air. Uh, what do you know? Uh, hi, this is uh, uh, si- Simon... Um, um, Simon Solomon here. I'm I'm calling. I'm calling from downtown Brooklyn. Okay. Oh, okay. How you doing? I, I'm. I, I. You know. I'm really anxious. I've never been on the radio before. Oh, you're alright. Can, you, can you hear me? Oh God. Oh God. Oh man. Oh. Uh, so uh, that that last caller that you guys had, he was a real. He was a real bozo, I would say. He was a real jerk. Hmm. I thought he was a cool guy, personally, but uh, you know. Well, you oh, know. Oh no, I, I I know I know him. He's my when I used to live in. Uh, I grew up in New Jersey. Yeah. And um, he was my mechanic. Or we went to we went to grade school together. Me and uh, me and Tony. <clears throat> Pussolini. Uh, me and Tony Papinas Pussolini. <laughs> we went to grade school together. Me and. Uh, I'm and I'm Simon. Uh, Simon Jerry Seinfeld Solomon. I'm, I'm Simon Sleesfeld. Uh, oh, okay. Simon Sleesfeld, and uh, me and Tony Penis Pussolini. We went to grade school together, you know. Um, uh, our bar mitzvahs were, were two weeks apart from each other. You know. I'm a, I'm a first time, long time too, you know, and um, mm-hmm. the the first, you know, the first time I ever went to a bar mitzvah, um, I, I was 37 years old, and okay. um, and uh, it was a lovely time, and uh, the uh, I found where they kept the I found the baby book of the child bar mitzvah. And I found the foreskin, oh, and uh, that. and this was mm. uh, uh, and uh, it, it was great. So I haven't stopped since that first time I went to a child's bar mitzvah. I haven't stopped going and stealing all the foreskins in a really long time. Okay, so wait, what did you do with them all? I think he makes beef jerky out of them. Do you make beef jerky out of them? Uh, uh well, like the casing. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. Uh, sort of a beef jerky, but you know, I I really uh I really do anything with them. You know, I'll make beef jerky with them. I'll um I'll, I'll make buttons to go on my shirts with them. Um, cufflinks, the the the, the foreskin cufflinks, those are my favorite. Oh, that sounds nice. You know, there's a really luxurious. big market for them. Uh, you know, I can send you. Uh, well, actually, I can't. They would. Uh, uh, the last time somebody uh, tried to talk about the foreskin market, you know, uh, um, Mr. Jeffrey Epstein might have heard of him. Uh, yeah, I know a thing or two. Yeah, uh, so anyways, I've said too much. But so anyways, first <laughs> time, long time. Uh, you know, I've never had a, a necessarily a gay thought before, but, um... You know, it's been a really long time uh, since I've gone with 
not touching little children foreskin. Yeah. You know what's interesting is um, I heard something about how the, the rope that Jeffrey uh, Epstein was found hanging from uh, was made of foreskins. Would you know you know anything about that? Um, um, uh, this guy um, can't keep his story straight. I don't know what's going on here. There's, a, there's actually a large underground community of, um, of uh, foreskin... Uh, you know, just go on Etsy. You'll find it all. There's so much stuff going on on Etsy. You wouldn't Etsy. believe it. it. Really could have been from anybody. That makes that's sense. True. Yeah, Epstein and Etsy, they go way back. <laughs> that's where that's where the website Etsy comes from. You know, Jeffrey. You know, his Etsy name, before, mm-hmm. his family's name before they got 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 to Ellis Island was Epstein Steve. Yeah. yeah, I heard this. And. uh you know, they got to Ellis Island, and uh, they said, uh, no, no, there's no way you're going to fit in here. We've got to change it to Epstein. So, uh, you know, if, if you go on certain parts of Etsy, I'll just say this. If you go on certain parts of Etsy, you'll be amazed at how young, or I'm sorry, how many uh, great things you can find. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll keep that in mind for uh, maybe maybe tonight I'll do some browsing. Well, I said too much. Uh, my phone's blowing up off the fucking hook here, and there's a there's a, uh, a an unmarked black van that's been tailing me for the last mile here. So um, I okay. think I'm gonna get out and say something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You might you say might want to lose them. I don't know. Oh no. This guy's been riding my ass for, for weeks now, this unmarked black man. And mm. I keep getting these threatening phone calls. You know, it's time I put my foot down. All right, well, let us, you know, call back and let us know how it goes. And uh... Oh, I will. And if you don't hear from me, I didn't kill myself. Okay. Okay. Wow, his phone's ringing off the hook. Yeah. All of a sudden. I mean, I guess the word must have finally gotten out. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, hey, Dylan's calling. Oh, hey, Dylan. Hey, how's it going, Dan? Good. Yeah, man, you wouldn't believe what's been going on over here at uh, Heavy Load Headquarters. Phone's been ringing oh, off yeah. the hook. Oh, you guys started doing the, the calling show without me, huh? You know, it, it just, just kind of something to spice it, it up. It just kind of happened. I wasn't really ready for it. You know, I quit the fucking podcast, and uh, I, because you guys wouldn't implement my idea of a call-in show, <laughs> and then uh, after I fucking leave, what do you do? You fucking steal my idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your original idea of a call-in show. <laughs> you know, nobody's ever done something like that before. A call-in <laughs> podcast. It's true. You know. I, uh, I pitched it to this uh, other podcast. Uh, they're pretty new. I haven't been going on very long. Called uh, Three Fight Radio. And oh. now they do it every fucking Sunday. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I pitched it to them. I think you have a strong legal case on your hands here, Dylan. Well, so anyways, how's it going, guys? How's the show been, uh, how's this episode been going for you? Pretty good. It's been running pretty smoothly. We're, uh, 
We have three. Yeah, we just had we just invented like four or five new segments, including the call-in. Yeah. Hey, You'd move him to the center so we can. Okay. We got I see. I even hooked up a third mic. The third mic. Well, we always have it hooked up. You know, just in spirit of you. Just in case you uh, gonna call in. David had a question for you. Yeah, Dylan. Oh, yeah. We were just doing rock news, and um, how do you feel about uh, the prices of Bruce Springsteen's upcoming tour? Oh, okay. So the the uh, tickets here. Uh, yeah, the, the whole Ticketmaster fiasco. Uh, you know, um, Bruce Springsteen's manager just released a comment about that, uh, and. Uh, uh, pretty much deflecting all blame, uh, and uh, he said, uh, uh, "You know that's the price I pay." Uh, uh, you know, uh, it's like you know, you know. Uh, one second here, one second here. <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, I'm, you know, uh, one second here. Okay. Uh, he said that's the price you pay, um, you know, for uh, 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 the price that, you pay uh, the Piper. <laughs> wait, wait, shut up! Stop! <laughs> Stop! I'm talking. Um. Uh, uh, he said, uh, you know. Out onto an open road, you ride until the day, you learn to sleep at night with the price you pay. And, you know, Bruce Springsteen wrote that song 42 years ago. Um, and, you know, it's never been more applicable than to uh, right now. Yeah. That's fair. Those lyrics are finally making sense. Bruce's uh, official comment was, well, they blew up a chicken man in Philly last night. <laughs> You know, and, uh, you know, in that, in that, uh, classic Bruce Springsteen song, he goes on, um, he says, oh, the price you pay, oh, the price you pay, now you can't walk away from the price you pay. Uh, you know, and he really predicted, um, Ticketmaster, um, gouging his beer, uh, his, uh, ticket price there. It's, uh, he was really ahead of the curve on this one, so it's just a shame to see uh, him uh, have to succumb to the, that um, machine. Mm-hmm. One might say he should rage against the Ticketmaster machine. Okay, so that straightens up, because I was really mad at him. You know, I was like, how can a working yeah, class... He already did rage again, you know, uh, when... Um, uh, Rage Against the Machine uh, covered the ghost of Tom Joad. Um, you know, it all comes together. Bruce Springsteen has been in uh, collaboration with uh, Tom Morello, Rage Against the Machine. They're actually starting uh, their own competitor service uh, to be named after the seminal uh, track off of uh, his 1980 album, The River. Uh, it's a new... Uh, uh, promotion uh ticket distribution company is going to be called the price you pay and uh mm -hmm. it's uh 
name your own price. Uh, it's a real van uh, camp sort of model, but for uh, uh, tickets. I feel you. And this breaking news, uh, I just received word. Wow. Directly from uh, Springsteen. Have you? Are you going on his podcast? Uh, well, so just, no. Actually, I got that word uh, uh, from Little Steven. Um, he just texted me, me Little Steven. <laughs> um, you, you know, I, I got a whole crew out in New Jersey. Uh, me, Little Steven, uh, this, uh, this other guy. Uh, I'm friends with. Uh, I don't think you guys know him, but his name is Tony Papinas Mussolini. Actually, uh, we, we met that guy. Uh, mm, we just talked about, um, you know, just shit all the time. Hmm. You know, uh, and, uh, yeah, Stephen and Tony, they're uh, they're always inviting me to hang out at, at their uh, at, at their bathtub session. Uh, but uh, you know, it's a long <laughs> ride up to New Jersey. Sure. Um. But, uh, so anyways, well, when is this episode going up? Um, probably Sunday. Probably, uh, we're going to try uploading it immediately after we're done recording. Cool, cool. So anyways, um, got a couple plugs to make real quick. Uh, uh, come on out, uh, Wednesday, uh, August the 3rd. Wednesday, August the 3rd at Craft Cannabis Club, uh, in Detroit at the Craft Cannabis Club in Detroit. I'm going to be singing some country tunes and playing some rock and roll music. Uh, again, uh, Wednesday, August 3rd at Craft Cannabis Club in Detroit. Come, um, uh, you know, get high or whatever, if that's your thing. Become high. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, or if it's not your thing, you know, just, um, um, kill yourself but uh but make sure you come out uh before you kill yourself yeah. okay, no. make sure you do it at this show <laughs> yeah uh if, if you would be willing it's kind of uh more of um interact we like to have a interactive audience experience uh <laughs> where we have at least one um Casualty. Live, uh suicide during the production kind of like alice cooper's live set but for real Okay. Yeah, that sounds cool. That's again. What's that date? Is August third? Wednesday, August third. Craft Cannabis Club in Detroit. Uh, I'll probably. So we got a forty-five minute set. I'm playing this show um, with uh, with my new rock and roll band, Melba Jean. We're gonna be playing some of our new songs for you. We didn't realize we were supposed to fill out forty-five minutes, so it's gonna be a bit of a variety show. Uh-huh. I'm gonna be doing. Uh, uh, some, uh, some country music um, under my uh, country moniker, Dick Cherry. Uh, mm. And uh, there's probably going to end up doing a couple stand-up bits just to fill out the fucking set. Because, uh, you know, I'm all about that grind set, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And what, did you say what time you're going on? Oh, it's 8.30 at Craft Cannabis Club. Get there early. So go on at 8.30, get there early. Go on at 8.30, get there early. Oh, yeah. And that's August, August 3rd. 3rd. Not E. Not August 30th. August 3rd. Huh. Well, good luck with that. 
Hope it goes well. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me back on. Uh, uh, to all the folks listening at home, uh, we're going to have a, a, a review of uh, the Russo Brothers' new movie coming soon. That's true. This is Check sh- out, uh, go to heavyload.com slash pod slash dot net. And for that, there'll probably be a 404 error, but you never know. Go, uh, go to that URL. Um, if there, also, also, um, uh, check out um, the new website that Dan just launched. Uh, it's his own personal website called gayporn.com. Check that out, folks. Dan's yeah. got a lot of good work going on over there. Yep, a lot of ad revenue rolling in. And if yeah. uh, if there's a 404 error code, just keep refreshing. I bought that website when I was 12, and it's just been a cash cow ever since. Yeah, well, you created the website. You, uh, it's all, um, it's, it's a, a completely independent production. Yeah. Um, yeah. No corporate overlords hovering over me, hoovering up residuals. Hovering your, uh, yeah, hovering over your penis. Yep. Or your ass. It's all me. All me, all the time. Found a a way to capture yourself on video fucking your own ass, which is a very commendable feat. It's in the world record book. Yeah. Well, we're we're uh, we're wrapping up the show anyway, Dylan. So uh, thanks for calling in. All right, that's the show. Tune in next week for the gay man.